happy Monday. Unfortunately, not a victory Monday, but happy Monday nonetheless, November 21st, 2022, and welcome to episode 457 of The Study Session. Only 43 away from episode 500. We are going to celebrate that beast together. Yin's beautiful, beautiful studying. But today, we are going to talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers loss to the Cincinnati Bengals, 37 to 30. They dropped the three and seven. And ladies and gentlemen, the Steelers can only lose one more game. They must win the rest of them after that if Mike Tomlin is to continue his streak of winning seasons. Ain't looking good. Anyway, my gratitude to Yins. Beautiful studyings for being supporters of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. You know how to make that happen. Shoot me an email, thestillstudy at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, at Still Study. Comment on the bottom of the page. Would love to connect with y'all out there in Steelers Nation. And don't forget about the podcast that I did with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Jim and I will pop blah, blah, blah. Probably re-recording tomorrow morning to talk about this most recent loss, what it means. So check that out. It is linked in the show notes. Jim's the goat, man. Anyway, let's talk about it. 37-30 loss. There are some positives to take from this game, despite the fact that they dropped their seventh game of the season. And make no mistake about it. Make no issue about it. This team has a lot of areas to grow and improve in between now and next year. And that's that's how you have to look at look at this. And that's what I've been saying all along is you got to look at this team in terms of development, getting better each game. Are we seeing growth from these players? And from my perspective, the players that we need to see the growth in, yes, we are seeing it. Unfortunately, there are some positions that are struggling. And there there are two concepts I want to talk about today that are standing out to me. One, it seems like, at least in this initial season for Kenny Pickett, when they have a lead or they're in position to win the game, go back to that Jets game. They had a lead, but then they blew it. This Bengals game, they had a lead and then they blew it. I think that's indicative of the youth and inexperience of this team and other factors like the offensive coordinator in Matt Canada. And I think... That's just part of this process when you have such a young team in development. It's just going to happen. These guys have to pay their dues to get better. Look look at the, the bomb that Kenny Pickett threw on that post pattern down the middle of the field to, to Pickens. Pickens was wide open. Pickett overshot him. But it's good to see him, for me, throwing the ball down the field, attacking the defense vertically. Now, on the flip side of that, Kenny Pickett threw another bomb down the sideline, hit Pickens' hands in stride. It would have been a touchdown. So both of those guys, they're young. They have the potential. They have the talent. That's just a glimpse of those plays that they can make. And after yesterday's game, I know a lot of people were critical of Kenny Pickett. I saw, I saw growth. I saw development in his game, especially with those deep balls. I think that this kid has what it takes and I think yesterday solidified that for me seeing his willingness to attack down the field some of those plays where he escaped the pressure and he was getting a ton of pressure especially from that left side Dan Moore had a deplorable performance but I wanted to point that out and the other thing I wanted to point out too is you can have all the talent on the world in the world on your team but it's all about 
how those players come together as a unit. And a lot of it comes down to coaching. And hear me out on this. I've read a lot today this morning about people talking about how this is the highest paid defense. They're not performing up to their their salaries, what they're getting paid. Think about this for a second. They have Mika Fitzpatrick, all pro safety. They have TJ Watt, best defensive player in the world. They have Cameron Hayward, who's one of the best defenders in the world. You've got Miles Jack out there, who is solid. You have Alex Highsmith, who is coming into his own. Terrell Edmonds has played well. You have players on that defense. But I think what we have to start looking at and acknowledging, and I know I've been a Tomlin supporter, and I still am, what about the coaching? The talent's there. Maybe it's not there at the corner position. Maybe they're weak at inside backer opposite Jack with Robert Spillane, who played terribly yesterday after I gave him kudos last week, and Devin Bush. But at some point, I know we want to talk about how this isn't a talented defense. It's got it's got the best player in the world on defense. It's got Cam Hayward. It's got Minka Fitzpatrick. It's got Terrell Edmonds. I don't. I'm not buying that. That there's not the talent out there. What we found out last offseason, who calls the defensive plays? Mike Tomlin. There's a common denominator here with this defense. And maybe in 2008, the talent was there to override the scheme. But even in some of those games, they got gashed. If you go back to that Super Bowl, the Cardinals threw for over 300 yards against them. Remember that touchdown pass? Little slant down the seam, took it to the house for a huge touchdown. Those big plays have been given up by Tomlin defenses, even back then when they were successful. At some point, you have to start looking at coaching because I believe that the talent is there on that de- the defensive side of the ball. Yes, they need to get better at the cornerback position. They probably can upgrade their safety depth. They need a younger defensive lineman out there. That's probably going to be their top pick this season. They need a middle backer. But I'm not so convinced it's the talent on the defensive side of the ball. I'm really not. So wanted to point that out there. Just going through some individual performances here. I talked about Pickett. I I was encouraged by his game. Najee Harris seems like he is finally starting to come along. He had a strong performance. So it's good to see him getting back in a groove. He's got 550 yards on the season with seven games left. There's no reason he can't top 1,000 yards again against a bad or behind a bad offensive line. I think that tells you all you need to know about this guy. He's hungry. He's going to be a part of the rebirth of his team. Pat Freyermuth had a nice game yesterday. Again, another young, talented player on offense that you should be encouraged about. George Pickens had his best game as a Steeler. And we find, and this is something I called for before this Bengals game. I wanted to see the team going deep to Pickens, throwing the deep ball to Pickens. They finally did it. They finally connected on that. We need to see more of that. He is going to be a star in this league. Think about this. Think about a year's time development with Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. I believe that's going to be a connection that we're going to be talking about for a long time. These guys are young. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's 24, will be 25. It doesn't matter. There's something special that's going to occur between these two. 
I believe that. Deontay Johnson, again, I continue to say that that looks like the worst ex- contract extension by the Steelers in a long time. He is not getting it done. But they really don't have any receivers beyond Pickens and Johnson. So people want to criticize this passing game. Well, there really aren't a lot of targets. Steven Sims is a good return man. He's not a good receiver. Gunnar Olszewski, he's, I don't know what he is. Like, sure, he made that nice catch yesterday, but this team is in need of receivers. That's not something that we've had to say about this team in recent history, but they're going to have to target some receivers in the draft and maybe in free agency because it can't just be Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. But you have to be encouraged by some of these offensive stars. Isn't it? But the, the biggest area of need, obviously, is that offensive line. I think you're you're safe at center with Mason Cole. I think you got a, a longtime starter in James Daniels there at right guard. I think Chooks for is more than serviceable at right tackle. It's that left side of the line that needs to be rebuilt. I think that's where they're going to focus. They're going to focus both on left tackle and left guard. I don't think Dan Moore is the answer. We're seeing that in year two. We're not seeing that growth and development. And they need to find a left tackle. They need to find a left guard. So right now, I'm calling it defensive tackle, first round. Your second, your two second round picks, guard, tackle. That's it. And depending on where they finish with their record, if they finish high enough, maybe they could stockpile some picks and address those things earlier, but it's D-line, it's O-line. You got to build protection around your young quarterback. You got a a running back who can break out and be solid. You could get your receiver in the third round. But again, we're seeing growth from this team. A lot to be encouraged about, but again, if you're expecting this team to make the playoffs at this point, you're going to be disappointed and discouraged. Just focus on this team getting better and improving because that is what it is all about. And studying, 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 studying. That is the end. That is it. That is the conclusion of episode number 457 of the study session. My gratitude to Yins. Beautiful, beautiful studying. Happy Thanksgiving week. That's this Thursday. I am not going to be doing a show this Thursday. I'm going to be hanging with the fam eating some turkey, drinking some bass. But I hope you have an amazing week. Show gratitude to the people that you love that are closest to you. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, on this glorious Monday, who cares about the loss, guys? Life is good, man. It's just a game. Don't forget the reason why you love the Steelers is because you love to see them play. Your life isn't over because they lost. You think they're thinking about you on this Monday with their millions of dollars? Hell no. So love your life. Enjoy your life. Have a great day. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Home of the six-time Super Bowl champions. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Make it a great day. Peace, everyone.